Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will you people tell me? What will he do to these tenants? He will bring those wretches to a wretched end. <laughs> to a wretched end. Let me read other versions here. You bring those wretches to a wretched end. Meaning you teach them a lasting lesson. lesson. You judge them, you punish them, whatever. Let's read it here. Here he says. Hapa anasema. He says again. Anasema hapa. He will bring them to a wretched end. Verse that is verse 41. They say to him. Wakamjibu. He will bring those wretches to a wretched end. That is New American Standard. New American Standard yanasema kwamba atawaangamiza kabisa hawadhalimu. And then here he says. Halafu hapa anasema. Then he said, he will put those wretches to a miserable death. I said a miserable death. death. And then King James says, he says, he will destroy those wicked men. So you bring those wretches to a wretched end. He replied, and you rent the vineyard to they, they replied, and you rent the vineyard to other tenants. Who will give him a share of the crop at harvest time? Then, no, let me just finish this. Then Jesus said to them, yes, Have you read in the scripture? Have you never read in the scriptures? Je, Do you mean to tell me you've never read the Bible, you people? The stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. The Lord has done this and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I tell you the truth. That the kingdom of God will be taken away from you. And given to a people. Who will produce his fruit. He who falls on this stone. Will be broken to pieces. And he on whom it falls will be crushed. Do you remember the book of Daniel chapter 2? The rock that I saw in that vision. That came and smote. Spot the statue, he became dust. Hi. So can I then explain a few things here? This is very powerful to underscore the rejection of the capstone. The stone 
that they rejected. This is very powerful to explain to the church globally the rejection of the Messiah. Even in the church, I am coming to the church where some people have rejected the Lord. I want to lay out for you some key features of this parable. And Jesus makes them to give him the answer of what will happen to them. Number one, there is the land owner. That is God the Father himself. The land owner is God the Father. God the Father himself. And then number two, the vineyard, the vines, that is Israel. The tenants, there is Israelites, that's plus their religious leaders, that's their leaders. And then he says, the servants who are sent by the owner to go and take the portion, the harvest. Those are God's prophets that are sent to every generation before something happens. The prophets of the Lord Yahweh, like one, some two speaking to you here, one in the spiritual realm, one in the physical realm. Talking to you now here. Those servants who were sent. The servants of the owner of the land. That were sent to go and collect. To go and in other words see the fruitfulness of the investment God has down there. Those servants, those are the prophets of Yahweh. And then after that, the son, when he said, okay, they have not honored my prophets, my servants, let me send the son. That is Christ Jesus. The son is Christ Jesus, the Messiah. And then he asked them, what will he do to those tenants? He said he would kill them, he would punish them to death. They, they say to him, they, that, that, that the owner of the land will punish them to death. They were saying it with their own tongues. Back to Jesus. And then, he say, then they said that then the owner of the land will rent the vineyard to other tenants who will produce fruit. The other tenants, the Gentiles, then he will take it to the Gentiles. Can we go step by step and open up this now? On this beautiful day. And I told you, you will not miss a thing. The gospel to build you, to strengthen you on righteousness, to enter the kingdom.
form of Yahweh, that one you'll receive here. In, the foundation of your salvation. Let us go step by step. The same Matthew 21. Kitabu kile kile cha Mathayo 23 verse 33 Mstari listen to another parable Anasema sikilizeni mfano mwingine There was a land owner who planted a vineyard Kulikuwa hapo na mtu mmoja mwenye shamba ambaye alipanda mizabibu And he put a wall around it Na akajenga ukuta kulizunguka And dug a wine press in it Akatengeneza shinikizo ndani yake And built a watch tower Na akajenga mnara wa ulinzi Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers Kisha akalikodisha hilo and went away. So the went away is what we are dealing with now. The went away is what is happening now. And is about to come. But let us look at the vineyard. Isaiah chapter 5. Isaiah chapter 5. Isaiah chapter 5, 1 and 7. He says, I will sing for one I love. I will sing for the one I love. A song about his vineyard. My loved one had a vineyard. On a fertile hillside. He dug it up and cleared it of stones. And planted it with choicest vines. He built a watchtower in it. And cut out a wine press as well. Then he looked for a crop of good grapes. Remember good grapes. But it yielded only bad fruit. Now you dwellers in Jerusalem. And the men of Judah judge between me and my vineyard. What more could I have done for my vineyard? Meaning I took the best vines and I planted. I prepared the soil. I prepared the soil. I took the best vineyard and planted. I I raised a wall, I built a perimeter wall, security wall around it. And dug in a wine press. And then a watch tower. And took care of it like that. What more should I have done to it? Now you dwellers of Jerusalem. And Judah. Judge between me and my vineyard. So they can hear your words. So judge between me and my vineyard. What more could I have done for my vineyard? That I have not done for it. When I looked for good grapes. Why did it only yield bad? Now, 
I will tell you. Nitawaambia. What I'm going to do to my vineyard. Lile nitakalo litendea shamba langu la mizabibu. I'll take away the hedge. Nitaondoa uzio wake. And it will be destroyed. Nalo litaharibiwa. I'll break down his wall. Nitabomoa ukuta wake. And it will be trampled. Nalo litakanyagwa. I'll make it a wasteland. Nitalifanya nchi ya ukiwa. Neither pruned nor cultivated. Ambaye haijakatiliwa matawi wala kulimwa. And briars Briars and thorns will grow there. I will command the clouds not to rain on it. The vineyard of the Lord Almighty is the house of Israel and the men of Judah are the garden of his delight and he looked for justice but he saw bloodshed for righteousness but he had cries of distress Are you beginning to understand the rejection of the Messiah that was being pronounced eloquently here before the Sanhedrin until they said, wow, which school? Which school? Which school of theology is that? Which Ulpan? Do you understand the rejection of the Messiah? that was taking place here in the Supreme Court in the ruling council in Jerusalem do you now understand the rejected stone that Peter was telling them about that had raised this cripple hey, the rejection the rejection of the Messiah by the Israelites, by the Hebrew people. Have you seen now this parable? He's saying that you now judge between me and my vineyard. That the vineyard of the Lord is the house of Jacob. Let us read next. The book of Psalm 80. Turn with me the book of Psalm 80. Verses 8 and 9. Don't worry about time. The world is flowing with maximum power. Let us make gains on this. Psalms 88 and 9. You brought a vine out of Egypt and drove out the nations and planted it. You, drove a, you brought a vine out of Egypt And uh, you drove out the nations. You brought a vine out of Egypt. Let me read it again. Amazing. It says, You brought a vine out of Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. Remember the Amorites, the Jebusites, 
all those you drove out the nations and planted it you cleared the ground for it and it took root and filled the land the vineyard of God the investment of God was Israel and then it says Jeremiah chapter 11 verse 17 since this is the global bible study now on the rapture church on the identity of the church ablaze the book of Jeremiah 11:17 he says the following 1117 he says the lord almighty who planted you has decreed disaster for you because the house of israel and the house of judah have done evil and provoked me to anger by burning incense to Baal. The book of Jeremiah chapter 2. The vineyard of the Lord. And he says, look at this now. Verse 21. He says, I had planted you like a choice vine of sound and reliable stock. How then did you turn against me into a corrupt and wild vine? The Lord is saying, that the vine is Israel. So are you beginning to understand now? He's saying. That he removed Israel. From Egypt. As a precious vine. And along the way. He built a wall. Around her. Behind her there is fire. In the night. And in front there is fire. Sometimes behind there is darkness. The enemy cannot see her. And then. He's moving on. He's taking her. Taking her. Guarding her. He's keeping away the wild beasts. Guarding her. He put a wall. A mobile wall. Around her. Taking her all the way. Securing her. Until he arrived. When he arrived there. Then he just away the communities, he cleaned up the area. And then he planted her. And he built a wall around her. Let us see the wall that he built. The book of Exodus 19, 4 and 5. He said, you yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt. The wall he built around them, in other words. 
Ukuta ambao around Israel. Ukuta ambao kuzunguka Israeli. You yourselves. Ninyi wenyewe. Have seen what I did to Egypt. Naona lile nilofanyia huko Misri. And how I carried you on eagles wings. Na jinsi ambavyo niliwabeba kwenye mabawa za tai. And brought you to myself. Na kuwaleta kwangu. Now if you obey me fully. Sasa kama mkinitiki kamilifu. And keep my covenant. Na kutunza agano langu. Then out of all the nations. Basi kutokana na mataifa yote. You will be my treasured possession. Utakuwa mali yangu ya zamani. Although the whole earth is mine. Ijapokuwa dunia yote ni mali yangu. You will be for me a kingdom of priests. Ninyi mtakuwa kwangu ufalme wa makuhani. A holy nation. Taifa takatifu. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. Haya ndio maneno utakayosema kwa wana wa Israeli. This is the wall he built. Let me read for you Zechariah 2 and then I will explain everything together. Zechariah chapter 2 blessed people. Verse 5. He says, and I myself will be a wall of fire around it. Declares the Lord. And I'll be its glory within. Then later on we'll read Second Corinthians. What is he saying? What is he saying? He's saying that when he found the best of the vine, his treasured stock that he wants to go and plant in a special land he owns the land owner God the Father and then now he carries them all through but he placed a wall around them that wall was the stone tablets of the ten commandments so he created he planted it in the promised land and then he put a wall he secured it with a wall which is the word of God which is the commandments of God the covenant of God that if you obey this you are secured Hivyo basi alipanda halafu akailinda kwa usalama kabisa na ukuta hiyo ukuta ndio zile amri kumi za Mungu ya kwamba iwapo mtailtinza It is the word of God. And I know of another vine. Na minajua mzabibu mwingine that he has planted. But let us talk about this first. Lakini wacha tuzungumzie hii kwanza. And then he said he secured them with the word. Halafu akasema kwamba aliwalinda na neno. With the commandments of God. Na amri za Mungu the covenant of Yahweh handed down to them on Sinai. He secured. Then he's asking how then is that my vineyard my vineyard has not produced the Israelites the vineyard dressers have not produced my portion when he planted after he planted them then immediately he began to send his servants there to take the produce Isaiah when he was sent he was slaughtered with a wooden sore he was killed and they, they slaughtered him with a wooden saw. 
aliuawa kabisa wakamchinja kabisa na ile msumeno ambao Can imagine how painful a wooden saw. Unaweza kuwazia jinsi ambavyo ni uchungu kabisa msumeno wao. Then he sent another servant. Halafu akamtuma mtumishi mwingine. Joel. Yoeli. They smote his head with a club and he died. Walipiga kabisa kichwa chake na rungu akafa. After that he sent Amos the prophet. Halafu baada hiyo akamtuma nabii Amosi. They first tortured him and then they slaughtered him. But the priests of Bethel did this. They tortured and then slaughtered him in Bethel. Kwanza kabisa walimtesa kabisa halafu wakamchinja kule Betheli. Ezekiel. Ezekieli. They slaughtered him openly. Walimchinja hadharani. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Was torn to death. Alipigwa mawe akafa. Habakkuk. Habakkuk. Was torn to death. Alipigwa mawe akafa. Mika. Mika. Was slaughtered by Joram. Aliuawa na Yoramu. And John the Baptist. Na Yohana Mbatizaji. Was beheaded. Alikatwa kichwa. And the list goes on and on and on and on. Na orodha hiyo inaendelea na kuendelea na kuendelea. And he says. Na anasema that he sent his servant. Ya kwamba aliwatuma watumishi wake. To the tenants. Kwa wapangaji. That he had given the vineyard to take care of. Ambao alikuwa amewapatia shamba la mzabibu ili kwamba kulichunga. And he said. Na badala yake They beat some. Waliwapiga wengine. They tortured others. Wakawatesa wengine. They slaughtered others. Wakawaua wengine. And they killed. Na wakawaua. Why? Kwa nini? Because the servants of God the prophets. Kwa sababu watumishi wa Mungu manabii. They came preaching repentance. Walikuja wakihubiri toba. And holiness. Na utakatifu. And pointing them to the sin they are committing. Na kuonyesha dhambi ambayo walikuwa wanatenda. The homosexuality. Ushoga. The lesbianism Ula, you see today. Kupiga punyata ambao unaona leo. The false prophets you see in the church today. The corruption you see in the hearts of the believers in their dressing today. The failing to honor God. The sickness you see in the church where there is a big apostasy. The gospel of money. The gospel of prosperity you see in the church today. The prophets of God always come and point sin. They point sin and testify against the sin of the world for that matter they are not needed they are not loved they are killed kila wakati manabii wa bwana huja na kuashiria kwa dhambi na kisha kuonyesha dhambi hivyo basi kwa sababu ya hiyo kwa sababu wao hawabatani kabisa na dhambi like me snipers have shot at me wengine wetu hapa kama vile mimi Bunduki. It is open everybody knows this. Ni wazi kabisa kila mtu anajua hii. Because kwa sababu they have misunderstood everything. Wamekosa kuelewa kila kitu. We come to love you. Tunakuja kuwapenda. To point you to the kingdom of God. Ili kwamba kuelekeza kwa ufalme wa Mungu. Because we know that with your sin. Kwa sababu tunajua kwamba na dhambi zetu. You'll go to eternal fire. Utaenda katika moto wa milele. And we come to you from the Lord. Na tunakuja kwenu kutoka kwa Bwana. As a symbol of love. God say Mungu akisema that he loves you so much is very considerate of your life. Ya kwamba Mungu anawapenda sana anayajali sana maisha yenu. And he wants you not to go to hell. Na hataki muende jehanamu. But to go to everlasting life in the kingdom of glory in heaven. Lakini muingie katika maisha ya milele katika ufalme utukufu mbinguni. But the corruption of man. Lakini ufisadi wa mwanadamu. The corruption of the flesh of man. Upotovu wa mwili wa mwanadamu. The corruption of the world. The carnality of man. The thinking of man, the, 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 the narrow mindedness of of the flesh.
flesh created by God. When they hear repent, turn away from sin, stop the evil, repent and be holy, repent and return to righteousness. They think you hate them because it hurts them. And yet that is the truth. You know the prophets of God only fear God alone. Nobody else. And they bring you the truth because God is loving you. He does not want you to go to torment. Like you see in Luke 16, 19, 31. When finally you have crossed into the realm of hell. It is irretrievable. And so, they tortured them. They slaughtered them. I tell you, some of us, if it was not for the power of God, the unbelievable, dreadful power he has placed on me, it would be unbelievable. Same story. If it was not for the mission, is not yet. But I have seen the end anyway. They always reject the servants of righteousness. The servants of holiness. That is what is happening here. Oi. And yet he built a wall. And he so amazed that the wall did not secure them. He said, how much more then should I have cared for this vine? I told you, today is a blaze. No, it's a long sermon, I said. We have to sort it out tonight. And he's saying, for the church, what wall did he give you to procure you? Because you remember in that parable, when Israel rejected the stone, when they reject the gospel, then the Lord sent it now to the Gentiles. And he met them in the temple to answer him. He asked them, what do you think the landowner will do to these tenants? And they said, by themselves, with their mouth, what is going to happen to them? Those that reject God and his prophets, what is going to happen to them? He made them say with their own mouth. They said he will take those wretches and bring them to a wretched, deadly end. He will crush them to death. He was literally saying what is going to happen to Israel. That's why we are here to run there after the rapture. There is a bigger mission out there. I've seen it already. I've shared with even the visions here. When the two beasts were entering the temple. I've shared so much with you. Even that small horn that did grow and when I was in heaven I saw it passing through the cloud like this entering the realm of heaven. In that vision I've shared with you everything but 
There is a mission. Lakini kuna yotume. And he's saying. He met the people. He's talking about a nation that rejects the Messiah and his prophets. Anazungumza kuhusiana na taifa ambalo walimkataa Masiya pamoja na manabii wake. A nation that rejects the Messiah and the prophets of God. Taifa ambalo linamkataa Masiya na manabii wa Mungu. And he made them to say back what is going to happen to them na, that they will be punished to death. Na akawasababisha waseme kile ambacho kinaenda kuwatendekea ya kwamba wataadhibiwa hadi kufa. But the nation lakini taifa it goes a little wider kidogo he puts it into a people a generation that reject the lord and his prophets anaweka ndani kizazi ambacho kinamkataa bwana pamoja na manabii wake he talks about anazungumza kuhusu a generation that rejects the messiah kizazi ambacho kinamkataa masia and the mega prophets of yahweh na manabii wa kuzaidi wa yahweh so it's not just that that's why you see in the big in the great tribulation is not just israel but also the the, the rebellious ones at this time that are transported that transported into the tribulation hivyo basi ndio sababu unaona kwamba katika diki kuu sio israeli tu peke yake lakini pia wale waasi katika haya mataifa ambao wanaingiza katika of this time so all of you that reject the lord and his message the message of prepare the way the messiah is coming the message of repent and turn away from sin and chase away those false apostles from your churches walk out of them today you have seen a wonder here you have seen what the true stripes of the mega prophets are they speak to the son and the son obeys whether it's a few days later the son obeys in that venue ya kwamba wanaamrisha jua hata kama ni siku chache ijayo hata kama ni siku chache zijazo whether they have commanded that in the few days when they go to Kisumu it will happen hata, it must obey uh, the sun must obey them you like it or not hata kama wanaamrisha uh, ya kwamba katika siku chache zijazo wakati wataenda Kisumu jua lazima liziwe central park it doesn't matter where ama central park haijalishi popote pale and so na you cannot hito, claim that you don't know hauwezi kudai na kusema kwamba haujui isai anasema that every time the prophet of God come. When God sends them. He sends them with the message of the Messiah is coming. He sends them the message of repent and return to holiness. He sends them with the message of repent and turn away from immorality. The nudity in the church. Turn away from the corruption in the church. Turn away from the murders and the abortion and the bloodshed. The Messiah is coming. But every generation. Right from the time of Noah. To Isaiah. To Jeremiah. To Ezekiel. To Malachi. They never listen. They never listen. Did you understand this parable? Did you understand what Peter was saying before the Sanhedrin? The rejecting of the stone. The rejected stone. 
that has now become the cornerstone of Zion. That rejection consumed the prophets of God and then finally sent his own son whom they also killed. Then he said, they answered him, they said that he will send the gospel to the Gentiles. And if you go to Matthew chapter 8 verse 10, 11, he says that many will come from as far as the east, as far as the west, and pass you here, and go and sit with the patriarchs of Israel, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and eat a wedding feast inside the glory of God. Let us look at the wall that he has put for the church. The wall that so you may produce well. Be fruitful and not be like that fig tree that was cast by the judgment of God. Tell me, have you produced fruit? Fruit of repentance. Fruit of righteousness. Fruit of holiness. Fruit of the mercy of God extended to you. Okay, I said fruit. I think she's saying other things. The fruit of the mercy of God extended to you. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 I'm reading 14 Corinthians chapter 6 I'm reading verses 14 to 18. Even the church he built a wall to make her fruitful. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? What fellowship can there be between light and darkness? What harmony is there between Christ and Belial? What does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will live with them and walk among them and I'll be their God and they will be my people. Therefore, come out from them and be separate. Says the Yahweh of hosts. Touch no unclean thing and I'll receive you. I will be a father unto you and you'll be my sons and daughters. Says the Lord Almighty, the Yahweh of hosts. Did you see the wall that he built for the church. The church also has a wall. There is no reason for failing to produce fruit. That the wall is the separated life that Jesus gave you in salvation. The wall is the separated Christian life that Jesus Christ the Lord 
gave to you in the dispensation of grace. And he said, Say, Parade, behold, you are now a new creation. Don't let the world blend in you. But when you look at the present day church, they are blended with the world. The Christian salvation today is together with the world. No wonder no creeper walks in their churches. God is not in their churches. Only here creepers get up and walk away in a very stunning manner. And the anointing is always up and up and up and up and up. Higher and higher until I call down the cloud of God. Look at the anointing at Lima, Peru. And announcing it in Italy in front of TV. It is a beautiful thing under the obedience of God. It's a wonderful thing to obey God, to honor God. He says, if I am a father, where is the honor due me? If I am the Lord, where is my respect? If I am the father, where is the fear of God due me? I, blessed people, look at Lima, Peru, and decide, whoever believes, if you have faith, you can tell this mountain, be removed, and it will be removed into the sea, at high speed, neighbors crushing the neighbors on the way, but what bigger one is bigger than commanding heaven to open and heaven open life. Everybody watch as you are commanding heaven to open like this. That is bigger than a mountain pushed to the sea. Oh. I tell you when Peter stood there and he told them that the stone you rejected has become the cornerstone. Time is running out.